Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. On this episode, we are talking about everything good and bad about cyberpunk, as well as all news Star Wars. This is Apathetic Enthusiasm. Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, your source for all things of the things we just announced, as Travis said in the intro. All of those things, this is your source for those just those this two things. This is your source for our opinions on things. Hi, I'm Travis. Hi, I'm Brandon. And uh, we just want to do a little shout out. We never, we don't do this very often, but over in the Twitch chat, have a goo, have a good A face is, is in there. He's the one who does our voiceover for the start of the show. So just a, a shout out, uh, you know, uh, ooh. good job, Matt. You know, I've known him, I've known him for, for so many years. And the only thing that he ever wants to do is do voices for everybody else's stuff. Uh, like he was, he was just on a, a Star Wars podcast recently with, with I guess some friend of his that that uh, that he knows, and uh, he's like, "Oh, you should, you should, you should go on his podcast to talk to him." I was like, "Okay, cool. I don't know that guy. You should, you should, you know, you should reach out to him and and send my name." He's like, "Okay, sure." He's never done that. He has yet to do that. <laughs> uh, so he's like be on this guy's podcast but i'm not going to do any work on, on your behalf so uh matt thank you this yeah. is apathetic and, th- and thanks and thanks for being here thanks for being on the show um and if you want to have such an intimate and personal connection with us the way matt does um <laughs> then you can follow us on the social internet uh you can follow us over on twitter at apathusiast i'm at juggalmino he's at barnyard cruise uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. You can send us an email, apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm, or over on the web, apathetic enthusiasm.com, where you can find this show as well as intermittent RSS and submit it for your approval, all sorts of stuff. Uh, you can watch video versions of this podcast over at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. And we are streaming this live Monday nights over at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. You can be part of the show. You can can be there as it happens uh, over on Twitch. Uh, Finally, you can support us 
financially, if you will, uh, over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, if you head out there this week, you can catch the pre-show. I am making this available uh, to everyone. Just Ooh. go over to patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. You can see this week's pre-show where <laughs> I quizzed Brandon on the top 15 most popular holiday movies. So if you want to see that video, uh, you can only get that at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, Brandon, how yeah. you feeling? Have you, have you finished all your shopping yet? I I have finished all my shopping. I don't I don't want to speak too loudly because I uh the Saturday night I was I was up all night. I was at as a work from six to six in the morning. Six PM to six in the morning. Oh boy. And uh and I, I used that time to to finish up Chelsea's Christmas presents. And I, I have to say that I have to Chelsea, say Chelsea who's watching now in the in the chat. Oh my Chelsea, god. Chelsea, what do you think? To, no, just, just, to, I, don't, I don't she probably doesn't watch this. Actually I think she watch. I think she's talking to uh me and Matt's friend Celine, who you've met. You've met you've met Celine. Crashed her wedding. That's right. <laughs> Before Adult Swim Fest. That's right. We crashed crashed <laughs> her wedding. Um but uh yeah no, everything everything is everything is good. I've got everything I need. How about you? Do you got uh, uh Sheena's gifts all all sorted? Yeah, so I we are two very different people when it comes to gift giving, right? Like I I appreciate gifts. I appreciate gifts of of many kinds, but I also like to help others by making detailed wish lists on Amazon and places like that where I'm like this is the thing that I want. So if it's like a pair of headphones or you know, uh a game or something, then I'm like, I do all this research, so I'm like, this is this is the one that I want. So then someone's like, oh, you want headphones? And they get me some random thing. <laughs> I appreciate it, but I'm also like, I mean, that's that's, that's not really the one, that's not really the one I want. Not really but, what I asked for, but yeah, I'll I'll take it. Cause so I, it, it, and I also don't buy myself stuff like a lot. Like I feel weird buying myself stuff. So I feel like that creates the perfect um, combination for my wife to just knock it out of the park all the time on on christmas she does a great job and she like shops for our entire family most of the time and she just makes it so easy for me and then i am a terrible gift giver and <laughs> i'm literally only responsible for getting her stuff and i try to do a good job but i often fall short but she also does this thing where she like buys herself stuff like all through november and december and then i'm like oh look at this other thing that just arrived from amazon for for you um it's december 15th gina why couldn't you yeah she's like oh just wrap it just wrap it just wrap it for me it's fine um so i i get like into like a mental complex every every december where i'm like i want to do as good for her as she does for me and my entire family um and i just don't i'll well, never is, measure up is, is that is that a, is that a a guy thing uh, matt matt you're 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 in there let me know if if you're like this because I feel like my my mom is good at gift giving. Uh, Chelsea's mom, Cindy, is is really good at gift giving. Uh, Stacy, Chelsea's sister, is really good at gift giving. And all all the men I know generally are not great gift givers. Um, and uh, like I've, I I got Chelsea uh, actually more than more than one thing this year. And I work I work I put I spent so much extra emotion emotional and mental capital to make sure that I did get her stuff. And 
um, like uh, I was I was driving on the freeway earlier today, and I said, "Oh shit, I only got her one thing." But then I thought about it. I was like, "No, I actually got her this and this and this." Oh, I I got her a handful. I got her I got her more than one. Oh shit! It. And then Crushing. I immediately forgot what I what all those things were again. And then two minutes later, I'm like, "I only got her one thing, didn't I?" Oh crap! <laughs> um, but uh, the SNL this weekend. I don't know if I don't know if you watch. Cotton. Oh, oh, the the video that is sweeping the internet, taking the internet by storm, uh, talking about not forgetting a mom for for Christmas or whatever <laughs> the Christmas morning yeah. sketch. That's yeah, yeah. No, Sheena's shown it to me. Um, I thought about going <laughs> and buying her, which she she, I okay, I got a robe like last year. I I think I've only worn it like twice. Um, but I'm thinking about getting her a robe another robe like a third robe just <laughs> just to stick it to her just to be like yeah wear yeah, that robe while you're while you're making the chorizo on on christmas <laughs> don't don't yeah don't don't do you know don't tell me about how you go you're just trying to stick it to to Sheena this this year this yeah, is this, yeah. Pete, this Get, is leaving the, her a gift under a tree <laughs> this is for kid this is a kid friendly show this today is not a kid friendly show and i know that because i clicked the checkbox at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm every time i upload a video uh it, that is not intended for kids anyway um hopefully all of you if you're if you're watching this if you're listening to this um whether you're scrambling uh from from mall to department store uh, in in the in this last week leading up to christmas whether you're frantically clicking on uh the online store of your choosing um yeah, hopefully you're having a great week. You have some time yeah. to uh, relax, uh, enjoy friends and family, you know, or just this podcast. If we're your friends and family, then en- enjoy us, I guess. You know, one, one, of, one of the things I would like to see under my under my tree, which it, it, Chelsea's already already confirmed to me that it, it's not going to happen, uh, which which I, I'm okay with uh, because when I find it, I will just buy it, uh, is the Xbox Series 1X. and. Sure. Uh, I I have I have money for it. I, I'm I'm going to get it. That's it, it's a certainty. Just it's just a matter of when. Um, yeah. and and the reason I bring that up is because there's a game I want to play on that system, and not on the current generation of console that I have. Uh, which which is of course the Cyberpunk game, which is which is yes. our first topic. Cyberpunk 2077 from CD Projekt Red. This is this is a game that has been highly anticipated for for over a year it was supposed to come out in like what the spring or something it was supposed to come out many many months ago and then it was continually delayed and um i th- there was this weird combination of like hype and 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 fan excitement and and some early like videos and stuff that were like this game looks amazing it's going to be fantastic Th- so so fans seem to like be okay that oh it it got delayed a little bit more it got delayed a little bit more but then like around like november when they were like oh just kidding we have to delay it into december i feel like that was about as far as they could go <laughs> before fans were like just just put out the game already like let us play it right and and unfortunately they did that uh the game came out and uh and i i bought it i actually i actually bought it a couple days early uh on steam to play on my pc um and and 
many other people bought it on a variety of systems, a variety of PC configurations, different consoles to include a PlayStation 4, an Xbox One, um, and the new the new PS5 and, and yep. Xbox Series X. Um, and immediately the response was less than great, I will say. Um, with with many I, I almost said fans, but many, many players, uh, because they they maybe were not fans uh after the fact. Uh reporting lots of bugs, bugs, lots of crashes, lots of lots of issues. And being and being in Florida, I'm used to, I'm used to hearing about bugs, right? They're just, used to the, them bugs. They're all over the place. It's it's you know, it's this place probably the there's probably no bugs anywhere else in the, in the in the state until Florida existed right and then and all the all the bugs eventually migrated north to and some of them died off when they got to like the heat of like Arizona you know Colorado you know the, that area but some of them survived basically lots of bugs here in Florida anyways Absolutely. cyberpunk is like that yeah cyberpunk <laughs> it's like Florida except it takes place in California in 2077 if if you have been completely outside of the gaming world. Um, Cyberpunk is basically a an RPG style game that uh, takes place in 2077 in a city called Night City, uh, where it's futuristic and you have all these uh, computer like body enhancements, so that you're kind of like merged with a computer and you shoot things and you're. You're like a vigilante, um, mercenary type guy, and uh, it's very story driven. Um, and and the graphics on this game have the potential to be outstanding if you have really really great equipment. Yeah, right. Which brings us to the first issue that I want to discuss, and <laughs> that is for those folks that were super excited about the game but purchased it for. Current gen, at what point does current gen become last gen? Uh, like, how far into the release cycle is next gen now current gen? Anyway, if you bought it for a PS4 or you bought it for an Xbox, uh, Xbox One, lots of problems with this game. Crashing, um, lots of visual glitches, things like that, where it made the game almost unplayable for a lot of people. Yeah, and 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 uh, just to differentiate just a little bit, like the uh, the PS4 base model, the one the one that, the one that came out originally versus the PS4 Pro, uh, which was a little bit beefier. PS4 Pro plays it a little bit better than than the base model. Uh, same thing with the the Xbox One. Uh, the 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 base model doesn't run it nearly as well as as the newer versions of the Xbox One. Right, and I don't even have the 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 good Xbox One. I just have like the original one, so that is, that would have been a non-starter for me in terms of, of playing this. Uh, Matt, Matt in the chat says I have the Xbox One X. Um, I I don't I don't know if you do. That's 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 weird. Um, but uh, it's it, he says that he can only imagine his absolute shit on the standard Xbox One. Uh, and in so. Talking about these bugs real quick, I'm using him as him as as an example. Uh, he the other day in in a, in a text chat, we were talking about cyberpunk, and he was like, 
you know, it's not too bad. I'm in, I'm still enjoying it. Sure, you know, it crashes. It's glitchy here and there and a little bit more. But, yeah, I'm still enjoying it a lot. And I feel like in the last couple of days, he has been bitching about it way more. Yeah. Uh, because- he, his, his willingness to forgive certain <laughs> annoyances, uh, the, those, those, those limits are breaking. His his one of the first things he says said tonight in the chat was cyberpunk. The reason I'm here on time is because cyberpunk just crashed on me for the millionth time. So I shit that bitch off. Um, it, he may have meant shut, but yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe he meant shut, but he definitely said shit that bitch off, um, which is now my favorite insult uh, for for anybody. <laughs> Um, but that, that, that's, that's the thing I was excited about, about this game coming out and I almost, I almost bought it uh, a day, day one. I was so close. And I was like, Oh, you know what? Uh, I decided I'm going to wait for the series one X to, to come out. And that, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be when I actually buy the game. I'll just, I'll wait a little bit longer. Multiplayer is not coming out for another year anyway. So, you know, what, what, what rush is there? And I'm so glad that I made that decision because once I saw the bad press come out, I'm like, oh crap! I'm, uh, I'm so glad I didn't. Uh, Wasteland Three came out on on Xbox uh, on Game Pass a couple months back, and I played it, and I, I was super excited about that too. Within the first couple hours, it it glitched out, it crashed, and I said, I will come back to this some other time. I, I don't have time to invest in a game that will con- continuously drop on me. Even Grand Theft Auto between me and Matt, it, it keeps doing that type of crap. So uh, yeah. like, you know, but, but you don't have those, those same issues necessarily. Yeah. Well, I don't. Um, I, I bought it for PC. My PC is about three years old now. Um, I built it uh, just, just over three years ago. And uh, I I invested a decent amount of money. I didn't buy the nicest components possible, but at the time, um, I think uh, NVIDIA was coming out with, I think, maybe their 2000 series graphics cards. I bought a 1070, um, which was relatively good at the time. Um, and uh, pretty decent processor, all that other kind of stuff. And my computer still runs really well cyberpunk i was looking at the specs for the game for pc and realized that i will probably not get the highest level of enjoyment or 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 at least visual uh representation of what this game is possible to to produce with with the pc that i have but I should be able to run it no problem and still be able to play it. It just may not look as ray traced and and all this, you know, craziness as it will sure. on somebody that was able to nab a, you know, 3000 series uh graphics card or something like that. So I d- I did pre-order it. We talked we talked about the game a few days before we were like Cyberpunk question mark is this happening? And and like to the point where I thought we were both buying it and <laughs> and and um I don't regret buying it. Uh, I will say that when I first started playing it, the first couple days, I did have some really like concerning issues. The, the first part being like all the trees in Night City 
seem to be visible at all times, uh, even through walls and things like that. So if I turned in a certain direction, I could see trees that were like off on the horizon, like clipping through all the buildings and stuff like that, which was like really gross. And I was like, okay, this, this should not be happening in a, in a, in a brand new, highly anticipated game. Uh, and then there was a point where I was really struggling because there's there's an element in the game where you can you can scan things. Uh, for me, if you hold down tab, I think it is. Okay. Um, yeah. Same. Same it, with me. Yeah. You 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 bring you bring up like something that will scan for enemies, and you can scan for electronics in, in the room, and uh, and then you can hack them and stuff like that. Well, I think if you hit caps lock, that just stays up. And I didn't realize that. And so I would try to, you have to hit caps lock again to make it go away. And I just thought it was freezing on that. And I think I actually exited the game a couple times, (laughs) not knowing just how to get out of that. But so far, I don't think the game has actually crashed, like legitimately crashed on my system. I'm going to, you know, knock on wood because I, I'm sure it will the next time I play now, but uh, and and since I have downloaded the updated drivers for my graphics card, um, the the tree glitches and those sorts of things have gone away. Now, as I play, is do does do I do I walk up to a street corner and an NPC is like buried to his knees in the curb or something? Is he like clipping through a wall or something? Like, yeah, those sorts of things still happen from time to time. But for the most part, I think I've got my settings down to like the right level where I can just play the game for what it is get as much visually as possible based on the system that I have and not be worried about the constant glitching and crashing and things like that. So that, which I will, I will talk about my thoughts on the game itself uh, here, here in a little bit, but it was, it was shocking to me that this game, which again was so highly anticipated, so like the amount of marketing and hype generated for this game was unreal. I haven't, I mean, you could find cyberpunk branded just about everything, everything uh, if, if it appeals to the gamer community. Bananas, Chiquita Banana. bananas sponsored by cyberpunk. Ab- absolutely, they're the right color, they're, the, they're that yellow color that yeah. the rest of their marketing is. That's right, but, uh, runs. The if you if you open a box of runts, you know the the cherry, sure, you know whatever. But on the bananas, the little the candy bananas, it says it says cyberpunk. By the way, side side note, I just, uh, Chelsea told me about this. The evidently the flavor that that banana candies are is is like some some old ancient flavor of banana that doesn't exist anymore. So go ahead go ahead yeah well yeah you're right like that people complain that banana candy doesn't taste like bananas what but, maybe you were talking to me about maybe you told me about that i don't know if i told you so, someone did on the internet uh <laughs> that they they source the flavor for banana candy from an old version of bananas and have and bananas have since evolved to what we know of them today and like, or because the, they've been GMO'd or whatever. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, GM, Ford, Chrysler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the? Quiet, 
quiet you. <laughs> um, and, 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 okay, okay, all right. Back, 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 back onto it. Uh, but yeah, to go from that level of hype, that level of excitement, that many people eager to play the game, to a couple weeks later, you have Sony pulling the game off of their app store and providing refunds to all the people that purchased it for PlayStation. Like that is, that is insane. That is crazy to go from that level of like expectation to that level of disappointment in a couple weeks time. I mean, CD project red stock is like plummeting. They're taking huge losses during this. And it's it's really unfortunate because the game itself I think is pretty good, yeah. but the way that they brought it to market was an absolute catastrophe. And so, yeah. like, do you feel? No, I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, and twenty twenty is garbage. But <laughs> like, do you, do you think they should have waited longer? Do you think they should have ironed out the other bugs? Do you think they should have come out earlier with like a beta version and said, hey, this game is broken, like it's not done yet. But hey, if you're that eager to play it, come play the broken version and we'll slap a beta tag on it and people will know to to temper their expectations. How, how if, if you are the CEO of the company, how, how do you sort of retroactively uh, solve this problem? <laughs> um well oh there's there's a there's a but my here here's what my standard response is to this based off conversations that, I, that i've had with with a few folks matt uh some of the folks in the rick and morty subreddit we're, we're talking about this too uh where one they could have done they could have done a beta to identify some performance issues sure. or, or early on uh you know pre-order you set up pre-orders people who got pre-ordered and they get the, uh, you know, 24, 48 hours, whatever. And then you, uh, you stress test, uh, the game and, and you get a lot of feedback and you're like, Oh crap. You know? Okay. Okay. Stress testing is, is more for, you know, like online games, but yeah, it's, it's not some sort of multiplayer. You don't have to test your servers. You don't have yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you know, do all that. I mean, this is a single player game. So in that, in that respect, I understand why they wouldn't, it is very story driven. So if you give it to people early, it kind of limits their ability. To, yeah. Yeah. To yeah. But, but, but you, you know, you can, you can establish, you know, uh, I, I haven't played the game, so I don't know like what the tutorial is, but you can, you can do a, a, a tailored version of the game to see how it performs. But, but I think what the problem is, is they should have one waited. They should have made this an actual next generation game. It, rather than rather than hide the fact that it's not going to run well on on previous uh consoles so uh, i'm going to go back to the the press release from the president uh where he says dear gamers first of all we'd like to start by apologizing to you for not showing the game on base last gen consoles before it premiered and in consequence not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase we should have paid more attention to making it play better on PlayStation 4 and Xbox 1 so that that press that piece of the press statement tells me one that they hid it intentionally they made a, a willful intentional decision not to show those how it performed on those consoles and also that oh you know what maybe they should have focused more on that or or on either 
focus on, on making sure it works on those old consoles or be like, you know what? Let's wait a couple more months till everybody starts buying, getting the PS5s, getting the Xbox Series 1X, and it, it becomes an actual launch title for the for those consoles. Uh, it was, it, you know, I, I know for like Witcher 3, people have a lot of faith in, in, uh, in CD Projekt Rec, uh, but they... I, 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 this, it's a huge faux pas in, in, yeah, in my, yeah. in my mind. Uh, well, and, and, and you think like when this game was initially hyped, when, when, when we were seeing like the early footage of this game, nobody had a PS5. Nobody had, uh, nobody even knew what the new consoles were going to look like or be called. So, yeah, like they were they were building a game with some maxed out specs. I, I definitely think they were more focused on the high end gaming PC market because, I mean my my PC is no slouch, and this is the first game where I felt like it puts it through its paces. Like I I know this would look a lot better if I had an updated graphics card. If I if if I didn't have three-year-old components in the, in this machine, next gen, I I have I'm sure they're still having issues on next gen consoles, the yeah. same way that I am. But I'm sure it's not as frequent as what they're or, experiencing on the old hard, hardware, or 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 debilitating, right? Right. Uh, I I pulled I pulled that that excerpt from uh, Paul Tassi on 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 Twitter, and you you mentioned you you it asked this question a, a few minutes ago but somebody out there jb3 underscore xbox says at what point does current gen become last gen uh it, since next gen is here they could say it's optimized for current gen rather than for current gen and somebody responds to them uh, at domster uh, we're about a month into the newest gen allow at least three months for market penetration uh, last gen doesn't mean not the most widely used a game should be decent on the lowest platform you support or don't support it uh and Absolutely. and I think that that's that's basically my argument in all of this. And and I so the game is still rated relatively well on Steam. If I I often go to Steam's reviews to to get a a sense of what the community thinks about the game. I want to say it was around like seventy something percent. Uh, positive, mostly positive for the game still. With the fact in mind that we're talking about PC gamers, most of the people that are playing the game on PC will know whether or not their machine can run it decently. And those that maybe don't have the best system, yeah, they're they're probably going to experience some of those major crashes. But the rest of us are just experiencing a lot of the same weird glitchy type bugs where either you have to update a driver or they just haven't, you know, they haven't figured out the the hit boxes perfectly on on certain NPCs or things like that. Um, and and there, there are times when I, I see stuff, I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. But I see that in a lot of AAA type games that come out. It's these games are rarely perfect. And it's very clear to me after playing the game, I think I've uh, logged at least like 30 something hours in it already, uh, that the focus on this game was to tell an interesting story, 
to create a very large and immersive city that feels accessible, feels like you can kind of go just about anywhere unless the door is locked. Um, I don't experience any like loading or like screens like that. I feel like I can go transition from one part of the city to another and then into a building, into a, a room, like go interact with NPCs throughout the game. And it, it feels pretty seamless there. Um, and I will say I, I am very much enjoying the game. I am enjoying playing it. Oh, excuse me. I think the story is really good. And discovering how Keanu Reeves, character, uh, Johnny Silverhand, how he is incorporated into the game and the, I guess I'll say relationship that that character has with the player. Um, I thought was awesome. And I love the way that they incorporate that throughout the game. And, um, it's, it's got a, I'll, I'll just say it has a very like fight club kind of vibe to me that I, that I really enjoy. So I'm, I'm, I'm Johnny Silverhand. <laughs> That's whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this is like Johnny mnemonic. Oh. Um, so yeah, I, <laughs> I, I am enjoying playing the game. I have done, um, uh, about, I think 40% of the main story and done lots of side quests and other things too. Um, lots of great Easter eggs and and little things hidden throughout the game as well. And it is, it is very unfortunate that all of that is being overshadowed by what I interpret to be a, an urgency to get the game out while the hype for the holidays and everything is here to maximize the market penetration, I guess, for this game by including current previous gen consoles when the game really, based on the evidence that we have right now in the market, does not run effectively on those on those machines. They should have they should have cut their losses, used it, you know, in a partnership with Sony and and Microsoft to say, hey, we're gonna make these next gen exclusives. This will help sell those consoles, you know, give us an extra X percent, however those types of deals work. Yeah. Um, or, or, or what they do is, is, is they just say, uh, we're actually, this is actually coming out on, on next gen first. And in the, in a couple of months, it's going to come out on, on previous gen. Just, just you know, yeah. I mean, they, cause they couldn't have, they, they must have known that, that the performance wasn't wasn't spectacular. Uh, mm-hmm. any, anyway, I, I I do want to play the game. Uh, I, I I I am interested in the story, and uh, I do want to see what it looks like when it comes out. With a couple major patches, we'll 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 clean up a lot of things. I th- I think you're going to be in great shape because you'll you're you're forced to wait. You're you're going to avoid a lot of these early glitches that will have to get fixed through subsequent. Um, you know, patches and things like that. So by the time you come into it, you know, maybe your your version of V won't be T-posing and nude from the waist down on a motorcycle when you're driving <laughs> through Night City. Maybe, maybe, maybe your whatever whatever size of uh, of genitalia that you that you decide in your character creation, it won't uh, randomly flop out of your your cybernetic pants uh on 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 the menu screen you know you're you're gonna be in a great place brandon (laughs) and i 
and I'm I'm really happy for you. Well, the, these uh, are these are reasons why I think I want to buy it right away. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, that's that's our thoughts on on the current state of cyberpunk. Um, maybe we can chat a little bit more in the post show with folks uh, about some of my more specific thoughts. Um, but yeah, if you if you're playing cyberpunk, if if you like it, you hate it. If you've already demanded a refund, uh, we want to know your experiences. So hit us up. You can send us an email, apatheticenthusiasmshow@gmail.com, or hit us up on Twitter at apatheusiast. Uh, one of my friends just popped into Steam and is playing Cyberpunk 2077. So hey. uh, the notification is up on my computer. So I I know people are playing it. People are enjoying the game, um, and and it is. It is the story I think that that ultimately will probably save this game and and keep the fans there. Um, and and speaking of of stories that keep the fans speaking engaged, of. we we have to transition <laughs> to uh, our other topic of the evening, which is of course Mandalorian season two and its epic season finale. Uh, we are going to talk about. All of the Disney Plus news, all of the Star Wars spinoffs that are coming up, but uh, we are going to reserve spoiler type conversation for the end of this discussion. Is that is that is that fair, Brandon? Yeah. So that we can we can. Uh, that's fair, I guess. Any anybody that's been slacking, I feel like at that's this fair. point for streaming, if if it, if if it's Monday night and the show came out on Friday and you haven't watched it, um, you know it's on you. Right, but I, I, we, we, we will at least reserve some of that for the end. Um, but man, this season, it lived up, like it, it definitely, like, when we and we talked about we talked about it when the season started, but I, I think season two was better. I don't, you didn't watch all of it, right? Uh, of season two? No, I watched all of season two. Okay, okay. I, I didn't. I didn't watch all of season one. Mm. Uh, and, and we and we and we talked about this on a, on a previous episode. I watched like the first two, three episodes of season one, and then by the season by episode three, I was like, uh, he's getting his ass kicked. He's a, he's a he's a wuss. Like, why why am I thinking that he's a badass? Why am I interested in in his character? Um, and I I, I ended up skipping pretty much all of season one up until uh, like I'd read about it uh, kind of like how I do for walking dead still like just on the Wikipedia. Uh, but I watched like the last two episodes of season one and I'm like, okay, all right. It, it got, it got a little bit better because it started, it had a natural progression and in, in, in interest to it. When season two came out, it took me a long time to start watching season two. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I think it wasn't until the, the third episode of season two came out that I, like sat down one Saturday morning and I watched it all. And then I pulled my eight year old and I, then I pulled him uh, for, for when, when Boba Fett started showing up, he's like, Oh, Boba Fett. Uh, and, and so this, this season I did watch the whole thing and I was interested enough to where when the new episode would come out on Friday that I would by the end of the weekend, I, I would have watched, I watched it with, with my kid. So uh, yes, season two, much better than than the first season we've talked about it here as well about this this season is is like an, an odd uh it seems like a and d campaign dave filoni has, has put together a and d campaign for the mandalorian uh for, which i would for love to worse. play by the way yeah <laughs> like i you know write it down as an rpg and 
I'm in. I'll I'll roll I'll roll uh a character. Let's let's make it happen. Yeah, I I I I agree with you that there are there are episodic tendencies in this where it feels like you know Mando comes into a planet, he needs to find someone. Someone says, "Well, I'll help you find them if you do X." And he's like, "All right, it's a deal." And then that's your episode and then Da-dun. like this is the way he goes he moves on to the next um but i feel like between people that i talk to day to day star wars fans in general the the hype the excitement for what mandalorian has done in terms of being the first like legitimate live action star wars television show that is true to the original subject matter. It it is exciting for fans to watch. A lot of a lot of fans that are less than pleased with the the latest trilogy, they're they're like, this is this is what Star Wars should have been, you know, all this stuff. Um everybody seems to love it. Like the merchandise is on point, like and it's just blowing up. And and based on the uh the what is it investors call that disney did uh, a few weeks ago yeah 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 uh, apparently they agree because we have so many new star wars tv shows coming to disney plus uh in the next couple of years it is it is shocking it it, it is it is very exciting to see uh, i have i've included the complete list all right in in our show notes so we can kind of um, at least touch on each one. Reference them periodically. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. Absolutely. The we're we're not getting into spoilers for the, the this last episode, which I mean we we might as well because how I'm going. But um, the season season two uh, was very very very. I I I I enjoyed it. There was a couple moments, and, and a lot of people can agree with me. A uh, lot of a lot of men, childs, children <laughs> uh, can mm-hmm. can agree. That, like they they got te- they got teary eyed. My friend Omar, he's like, oh, yeah, I got I got teary eyed. Uh, I got I got te- when, when when Boba Fett showed up in the middle of the season. Uh, I got teary eyed because because my my uncle and my older brother they you know Boba Fett was his thing. Like my uncle always had like the Boba Fett figurine way back yeah. in the day, and uh, you know he he would have loved to have seen that. And then. Uh, uh, I, I didn't follow Rebels. I didn't follow Clone Wars, but I knew about Ahsoka and I knew about uh, Bo-Katan and, and, and those characters. And I, I knew about that going into the season because of Darksaber that Moff Gideon has and uh, all, all that all that type of stuff. Uh, and very, very fan servicey. And I think that I think that's what. what uh, all right. We're good to go. OK, we're good to go. Yeah, I, I, I think that played into a lot of it. Uh was with all these these fan uh, characters that, that people wanted to see more of in a, in a live action way. Rosario Dawson is Ahsoka, right? Uh, and then of course uh, how uh, the the season ends, which which is a huge thing. Um, and, and and people are like, yes, this is Dave Filoni, Favreau. They they saved Star Wars. They saved it from Kathleen Kennedy, who's ruining everything with the, with the treat uh, with this uh, the sequel trilogy right mm-hmm. uh yeah even though kathleen kennedy is just as involved with star wars now and with mandalorian and making sure that this show is is terrific as well 
Um, yeah, no, she is. She's doing a tremendous job. And uh, I mean, I, I, I don't hate. I don't hate the the sequel trilogy. Uh, what, whatever, whatever the the fan base calls them. Um, I, I like it. I, I, for, I mean, it's not perfect, but I prefer it to the prequels. So I don't know what that says. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I am in the age group that did not grow up on the prequels. I was, uh, entering into adulthood as, as the prequels, uh, emerged. So, you know, I was already getting into my jaded phase with, with those. So <laughs> let's not talk about midichlorians. Right. Anyway. Um, yeah, this, there's a lot of fan service. You and I have talked about this outside of the podcast. There is a lot of fan service in Mandalorian. The, the bringing back of characters from, from other Star Wars content that fans love. And they're just kind of throwing it all out there and being like, oh, you want Ahsoka? Here you go. You, oh, you love Boba Fett? He's not dead. Bring him, bring him back. Like, and, and a lot of that's like, heck yes, we love seeing this, but at the same time, it's not creating much that's super original. Like he's been back to Tatooine like three or four times, I think in the series, like (laughs) we get it that, that, that little rock out on the edge of, of the universe or whatever sure does get a lot of attention for being so remote and unimportant. Sure does. Really? People still people sure go there quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. It's yeah. yeah uh, I when in in season one, going into season one, and and throughout season one, uh, the the big kind of appeal of Mandalorian was he's he is not part of the main Star Wars lore, like the 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 big saga, uh, big major the, the, players, the Skywalker saga, as as it's often known. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. He is not about that. That's why they're on. They're supposed to be on the the outer territories, like on the on the the edge where where uh, there's lawlessness and the Empire is not around and, and and people are trying to figure stuff, just survive. And he's. Uh, he is a a, a samurai, uh, a Karakosawa type stuff. Uh, 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 the West, old westerns, right? Um, man with no name, that that type of stuff. And then in season two, it it was it moved away from that into the well. Actually, you know what? You, you the fans actually want to want this to be a part of the bigger thing. So we're gonna throw in a bunch of Easter eggs. We're gonna have we're gonna have clone troop. We're gonna have clo- we're gonna have uh. uh dark troopers we're gonna have all this this extra stuff that you you want you want this here's here's how this plays in here jedi you want jedi we we got some we got some we don't just have jedi we have your favorite jedi (laughs) yeah yeah um and uh and so yeah i i i I will say that filoni and favreau kathleen kennedy's decision to bring them in uh to to run it just I'm just pointing that out. Yeah. Uh, it w- has has done well for for them. Whether it, it did that for the movies, uh, that's that's another story entirely. I like the the movies well enough, uh, but I understand that a lot. There are, is a uh, a a big subset of the Star Wars fandom that th- thinks that well, Star Wars is dead now because of those movies. Uh, this this show goes to prove them wrong, um, yeah, and, and and a lot of them would would agree with that. And and the production schedule for Disney 
proves them wrong because there's a whole lot of stuff coming out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like that idea that this this show deals with the lore of Star Wars that exists outside of the Skywalker movies. You you have to you had to either read a book on the expanded universe or watch, you know, an animated series or something to to know the history of the Mandalorians and and know a lot of this information. And so a lot a lot of what is in the show is new to probably the majority of viewers. They don't know why Mandalorians and Jedi didn't get along why they why they why they were fighting what their history was they don't they don't know what happened to the mandalorian civilization all these things and so the the show is slowly kind of revealing that through characters that it introduces and and some of the storylines that it deals with which i think actually makes mandalorian more accessible for people that aren't traditional star wars fans because you don't have to know everything about Luke and Leia and Han Solo and the Empire and the Rebels, because that while that is kind of there and and the effects of that play out in in the show, that's not what it's about. And so, so long as you get to know the main characters, you get to know Mando, you get to know Grogu, you get to know you know Bill Burr, then all you know then. You, <laughs> Then you can kind of you can kind of just appreciate this show for for what elements in the world it deals with, and 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 I'm hopeful that some of these shows, as as these spinoffs and these other shows start to come out, that they they do that same thing where they can exist in the Star Wars universe without having to rely too heavily on those core films, um, so they can tell their own stories and just take advantage of how how rich the lore is and how uh how many things they could do in that environment yeah you you say expand some of these characters uh, and i want to i want to bring that up again about season 2 uh you know i, I don't care about cara dune uh whatever um uh you know paulo creed's character what uh yeah Which, Griffin Dunn, they're both like <laughs> they're both very lightly featured in 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 the season i feel like they're well well well, cara dune like she was introduced last season uh and then she was in at least three or four episodes this season uh like they're 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 trying to make a character they're trying to make her a a major player right one of one one of the one of the 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 series that is coming out and i don't know if this is what what she's going to be in is what the the rangers of the outer rim or something like that rangers of the new republic um which to me it feels like cops the St- star wars version of cops like um <laughs> i've i a lot of the stuff that i'm seeing um feels like this is going to be more about like the the two dudes in the x-wing that in the x-wings that that pull over mando and he ends up hiding with the frog lady on uh, on that ice planet or whatever yeah 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 um more about them more about how how the rebellion sort of in its infancy of this new republic right or whatever like uh how how these guys try to i guess police the universe now that they've defeated the empire 
Um, well, I, don't, I, I don't know if that's what it's going to be, but could, that's, that's could, the impression. Because isn't, isn't, isn't she considered a ranger? Uh, yeah, she gets a badge, right? Like, yeah. And she officially works with them now, so she could definitely be in that mix. It It is that group of, of people that I think... The, and uh, the series and, and, is going to focus on and like Timothy Oliphant, even though he he he's a ranger in his little town. Like that's that's what I, that's what I think of when I, when when that show when that idea came up. Because okay, going back, the Mandalorian. I feel like the Mandalorian for these other characters is just the they use a, a Mandalorian as pilot season for these other characters to see if 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 anybody latches on to them. Uh, you know, Boba Fett was going to have something uh, eventually regardless uh care dune that 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 type of stuff ahsoka her having her own live action right probably you know trying to get thrawn and ezra and stuff like that i'm sure um that go ahead go ahead I, you well say no i was just gonna say like the ahsoka cameo i guess was like a huge like whoa i didn't i didn't really expect that i i didn't and I haven't finished Clone Wars. That is on my to-watch list now. I feel like after this season, I have to make myself watch it. And I will admit that the first season has been a, a chore for me. And I hear it gets a lot better as as you watch the show. But um, it it just it has not been easy for me to get into initially. And and you know you can send your hate mail to apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail dot com. That's fine. <laughs> um, but the fact that like uh, and let's 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 talk about all these shows cuz cuz we keep hinting at them yeah. but like a spin-off live action show for Ahsoka like so much they can do so many people that love the clone wars uh animated shows and to see her kind of in, in her own series and what she's going to do with that uh, I was excited to see it, and I'm not even as invested in that character as, as so many fans are. So I think I think that is going to be very cool in the same way that like Mandalorian's cool, but he's not a Jedi. This is taking a Jedi character and and probably going to go through a lot of those similar things, um, just focusing on the Jedi side of things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, this oh, yeah. has been well known for a long time. Uh, Ewan McGregor is back. It was announced that uh, Hayden Christensen is is going to be on that show, uh, reprising his role as Darth Vader, uh, which should be interesting. Um, I still have really high hopes for this show because um, there is a comic from the current run of Star Wars comic books. Uh, and it's 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 early on. It's within the first like ten issues where they go back and Luke is reading like a journal from Obi Wan in the first like the first days after he drops Luke off at, at, to be raised by his aunt and uncle. Uh, and it's about how Obi Wan is surviving on Tatooine as a Jedi in hiding. And it's such a great story, and I would love for them to take that and run with it in in this series. I think it takes place like ten years after Return of the Jedi, uh, or not Return of the Jedi. Um, what is it? Attack of the Clones or uh, 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 <laughs> Rise of the Sith or Revenge of the yeah, Sith? Whatever that, whatever the third one is, <laughs> Episode Three. All right, rots, uh, rots. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know. I think it. I think it could be 
I think it'd be fantastic. I, I really do. Um, we talked about Rangers of the New Republic and Door. Are you hyped on Andor? No. <laughs> uh, I I as as a as a Rogue One fan, uh, I think I think Rogue One is still one of the the best since the original uh, trilogy. Uh, sure. I don't care about those characters because they died. They not not because they died, but because they their purpose in the Star Wars lore is to get to a certain point in the Star Wars lore get the plans for the Death Star and transmit those to where the original trilogy happens, right? Any 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 forcing of of tales with Andor like it, they can't they can't involve any of the main players because then you ruin Rogue One to me almost, right? His yeah, character is not it's, interesting. It's going to have to be a completely different I he he is going to have to carry the show, which I don't feel like he carried Rogue One very well. It, it, yeah, it was, he was he wasn't the yeah. he wasn't the main guy. <laughs> yeah, and and so, I mean, he has this history of being like a spy for the rebellion and stuff like that. And I I think there's something there that they could they could possibly capitalize on. But well, we're just gonna have to wait and see on this one. I, I this is this is not at the top of my hype list for sure. Yeah, let, let's uh, you know. Okay, so there's there's going to be a droid show. I think I think that one might be animated. A droid uh, story is animated. Yeah. Um, the Bad Batch is animated. That's going to be based on like a, a crew of like clone troopers. Basically, it very much looks like the similar uh, style of like Clone Wars and things like that. Okay. Um, okay. And then Visions was announced, which is another animated kind of like an anthology of of Star Wars stories. But these are going to be done in more of like uh, Japanese animation, like anime style. Oh, um, so really, no idea what to expect from those. Is is that going to be like Marvel's What If type type stuff? I, I could I could definitely see that being something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, we already talked about Ahsoka, uh, the Lando Lando show. Very little coming out about Lando. Uh, I I'm pretty sure they haven't. Uh, secured. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Glover, Donald Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover. Um, I I hope they do. I hope <laughs> they. I hope they do. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Started watching Atlanta. It's a great show. It's a great show. So, um, and okay. then then this then it's one on the on the bottom. You you can't really see it on 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 the the stream. It's not a show. It's a movie. Uh, by uh, Cat uh Patty Jenkins. Uh, yeah. Hurt Locker of Hurt Locker fame. Um, it, Wonder it, it's Woman. A, yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. You know, uh, yes, Rogue Squadron. Now, of of everything that that's that's here, that's the one thing that I'm I'm stoked for because, yeah, like the GameCube Rogue Squadron, any of those those flight, like even uh, even squadrons on 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 Xbox, you know, on PC. Uh, the B wing just came out, so you can play the B wing now. Uh, if you if you download it, that that stuff is is what always even more. I think even more than the lightsaber battles, right? Uh, from the original trilogy, it was always the, the 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 starships that were that really appealed to me. That was always so badass. Lightsaber's cool, but you know that that. Laser sword fighting, battle? great, but give me some space-based dogfighting, okay? Let's <laughs> yeah. let's let's get this going. Let, let's oh, do man. some trench runs. Let's 
let's let's let's blow some death stars already yes uh yes 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 the the, the x X wings like on the planet like flying through a planet uh for the the new trilogy like that that imagery is so great to me Uh, i I have a rogue one poster over here on my wall of just the x-wings like going across the water uh just so badass i'm looking forward to that uh i cannot wait for that and i and again i think that is going to be a direct to disney plus uh, film, I it may it may get a theatrical release, but um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited for all of these. One other series that we didn't touch on um, is the Acolyte, which oh, yeah. is actually uh, a series that's going to take place like hundreds of years before Phantom Menace. So so entering into it a, a period that really hasn't been covered much in terms of Star Wars history or or, or at least um on screen. So yeah. so that's that that could be another exciting sort of untapped uh area. And then uh this is this is the point when I will I will say I mean I, this is this is known it's been announced on social but we're going to we're going to we're going to take the spoiler warnings off now. So if you have not watched the last episode of season 2 of The Mandalorian go go stop what you're doing go catch up because the show is fantastic um but yes the the big announcement at the end of that episode is the book of boba fett uh which was presented in such an amazing way as as a as a sizzle reel uh post credit scene uh, at the at the end of of mandalorian what what do you think? How how excited are you for a standalone spinoff Boba Fett series? Uh, my my first my question is: Is it actually a spinoff series, or is it is it a, an addition to uh, the Mandalorian? Because Mandalorian is presented in chapters, and yes, uh, if it's presented in chapters, the book of Boba Fett might fit into that chapters uh kind of feel of of a season three of mandalorian so so here's what the evidence tells us okay um the book of boba fett and the mandalorian have separate production schedules um the the stars of mandalorian have signed on for a third season so there is a third season of Mandalorian in production. It is it is going to come out as for a third season. Okay. So the evidence is saying that these are two different series. That's all I need. That's all. Yeah. That's all I needed to hear. That's yeah. all I needed to hear. All right. Am I am I excited about the Bo- book of Boba Fett? Um, no, I'm, I'm not. I all right. I, that's I, our show, everybody. <laughs> Have a good night. I like him as an ancillary character not as as the main event he's he's like the incredible hulk i i although i like i, I like the incredible hulk movie uh with with uh edward norton um, yeah. I, i'm in the minority here uh i think that the incredible hulk is a much better additional player than than he is carrying his own film boba fett is is, is, is similar in the sense that boba fett on the sidelines or, or like coming in out of nowhere and being badass and then being gone makes him more interesting to me than sure. seeing him uh kill Bib Fortuna. Rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> uh yeah, I him going into uh Jabba's, you know, ex palace and 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 tearing it up 
and sitting on the throne, so to speak, and 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 showing like a new the the new leadership in town, right? Um, there's something there that's interesting to me. There's something there that I'm like, okay, especially with an unknown Mandalorian being able to carry two seasons of what I would argue is some of my favorite Star Wars content in the last decade. Like, if they can do that with an unknown character and and a baby Yoda, then I I'm 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 optimistic about them being able to do it with an established character like Boba Fett yeah. that they rescued from the Sarlacc pit and and somehow you know brought back to life. So <laughs> um, what what I, what I, what yeah. I need to do is Photoshop uh, Boba Fett onto one of the covers one of the season covers of the sopranos because that's that's essentially what that that see that show is going to be about is boba fett running you know sending paulie to go get his laundry and stuff like that (laughs) uh yeah he's just gonna run his own mafia now and he's gonna he's gonna come out and host the pod races and and do all (laughs) do all of the things that a hut would do so yes fi- um, finally yeah. we can get to what that that uh, Gua- Watto. we can get Watto back into the star wars get lore Watto series where's finally. he been we've been clamoring for it um <laughs> that's what right. i don't see up there is the Watto series <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> uh, heads or tails is that going to be animated or not animated Watto? the yeah the Watto series uh you know i think Based off, we didn't even mention Luke Skywalker at all uh, tonight. Uh, well, that's now that we're past the spoiler tag, we can get into the the details of that final episode. If, if they if they can if they can uh, de age uh, Mark Hamill to do uh, Luke Skywalker in in the the finale of of the Mandalorian, then they can digitally de age Watto to make sure that he's in, in a live action. Did uh, <laughs> did is. I I didn't do any research on this. Is that how they did Luke for this? Did Mark Hamill come back? Did they de-age him? I I will say as as Luke rolled up, and again we are in spoiler territory here, folks. Um, as Luke rolled up on that ship, first when I saw the X wing, I was like, "Oh shoot, is is it him? Is it him?" And then he start he's got ho- the hood up, just just cutting through all these dark troopers. Uh, when I saw the green lightsaber, I was like, oh, it's him. It's him. And then immediately my mind started going to who who is it, though? Mm-hmm. Is it, it's not. Is it Mark Hamill? Do they de-age Mark Hamill? Are they doing voiceover work? Is it Sebastian Stan? Did they finally do the fan casting that that everybody keeps talking about how he could he could play a young Luke in, in some of these series? And then they ended up doing the uncanny valley de-aged <laughs> like yeah. let's just let's just use technology and make him young again it didn't look too bad no I, it, it didn't too, it, I, I, th- I, th- I thought it was passable it's always in the mouth that that's always where the digitally de-aging is 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 uncanny valley for me it is in the mouth uh, uh favreau says we started off uh Part of the whole series with Baby Yoda reveal, the Grogu reveal, uh, everyone was blown away by that secret. But then he goes on to say, uh, part of that is is the secret of not telling too many people about things. Having Mark Hamill actually on set filming and us using whatever technology we had available to de-age him and try to make him look as much like he did in the old films. So he, so it was actually Mark Hamill on on set uh, to Epic. to do to do that that Epic. stuff. Um, 
and uh you know in in that that hallway scene with the dark the dark troopers very very reminiscent of rogue one uh with with darth vader at the end just destroying the the rebels uh yeah. which which by the way i i i read this on on reddit earlier today that was rogue one went through reshoots and that was one of the ones that kathleen kennedy was like you need to have this th- you should put this scene in there um uh, so now so having that 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 uh echoes as as they say of vader doing that and then his son later doing that with robots uh, it's just, you know, badass. You never yeah, ne- never mess with a Skywalker in a hallway. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Keep him out of the hallways. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was a great reveal. I was super pumped. I was very excited. I had multiple people texting me, um, coming up and talking to me later that day about it and, and over the weekend. Uh, this has definitely been a a series and and a, and a piece of Star Wars content that is getting people really excited about Star Wars. And and I'm hoping that all of these spin-off series and and standalone series that w- that we just rattled off, they're not going to they're not going to water that down too much. I'm I'm hoping they can keep the level of quality. Obviously some of these are not going to hold up. They're not all going to be winners, but hopefully they can at least overall yeah, stay stay above the line. Um, a couple of things before we get out of here that I still want to talk about in terms of Mando storylines, uh, Grogu is, is off with Luke. Luke picks him up and, and they are, and now Mandalorian and Grogu are separated. They are, they are not together. The story hook, right. For, for season three is, is not going to be delivering Grogu to where he needs to go to rescuing Grogu. I think, I think we've closed the chapter, if you will, on, and and there will still be a connection there. I think things will still happen, but I think we've really stepped into a new line where now that Mando has picked up the Darksaber, that he has won in combat, he is by right the king of the Mandalorians or, or whatever sort of... Uh, government system that they have so (laughs) so i i definitely see a season three running with that storyline where he is a you know unwilling leader potentially or or does he embrace it i yield to take it like i can't i can't you can't you can't (laughs) so that's that's obviously going to create uh a list of potential Mandalorians and things that will probably come into contact with him and challenge him for the right to carry the saber and things like that. Yeah. Um, beat, could be beat cool. My, beat my ass. I don't care. Like, you know, <laughs> knock, knock my ass out. Take it from me. <laughs> like, like I, sorry, you gotta die. You gotta die. And they're like, well, not, but even though he didn't, he didn't kill the like, other guy. Yeah. So Moff Gideon know. didn't, didn't die. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how, we'll see how that plays out. Good luck, Favreau. Um, I'm, 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 I'm setting all all that up, but I think it, I, I think it could be good. I I'm not saying that Baby Yoda carried the show, but there are a lot of people that watch the show because it, of Grogu. It 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 gave, it gave him a care a reason to relate to, uh, and and maybe through Grogu, uh, the audience was able to relate to Jin Jarjin 
whatever I didn't charge in uh, a little bit more right through through the two seasons. And maybe people are more willing to now watch the show without Grogu. Uh, I, I will say, though, that it seems like that is his, his central his central quest and the central reason why, why we were paying attention to him. Uh, and so I think it has to be a really compelling reason for, for folks to, to stick with it. Um, maybe they, maybe they bring it back. Uh, we, you know, may, maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe he meets a, a ne'er do well, uh, Ben solo, uh, in the, in the third season. Uh, cause I, I think, I think somebody said, uh, read somewhere or, or heard it that this is supposed to lead into how the, the, uh, the first order was formed. Like the Mandalorian is supposed to lead that, that way eventually. Like maybe that's, maybe that just hmm. somebody's hmm. forecasting, but yeah, the, it, I'm it, sure possible. there's a giant spreadsheet or like a flow chart somewhere in like some locked room at Disney headquarters that has it all mapped out and, and it all, it all comes together perfectly. But uh, for us, we're, we're probably just going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, any any final thoughts on on Mando or, or any other Star Wars stuff that's coming our way? The very, the very last thought I have is let us know what your thoughts are. There's a bunch of a bunch of different social media channels that you can get a hold of us on. You know, there's there's Twitter at Apathusiast. I'm at Barnyard Cruise. Juggle Mino over there with Travis. Uh, you yeah, just come email. by, say oh, oh, know, whatever, whatever you want to do. <laughs> set, set, um, if it, if you're watching if you're watching the video version of this on YouTube, uh, leave a comment. Let us let us know in the comments. Uh, don't forget to like this video, subscribe, do all of those things that people do on YouTube. Um, let us know if you're actually watching it on YouTube so that we can keep posting them there. <laughs> um, but yeah, let it, let us know what you guys think. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna head out now to do our streaming only, uh, post show with the good folks over here on Twitch. If you want to be part of the post show, make sure you hang out Monday nights, uh, 9 PM Eastern is when we go live. And then, uh, when this podcast ends, we jump right into that post show. So, uh, Stick around for that if you're watching live. If you are listening or watching the recorded version, thank you guys so much for for being here. Uh, We'd love to hear from you guys. Hopefully you have a wonderful holiday, and uh, we will see you in 2021, our last show of 2020 for Apathetic Enthusiasm. This is amazing. We made it. We made it, you guys. We did it, Uh, yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you for listening, and until next time, I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. And goodbye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.